welcome to episode 56 of the IFNZ podcast. Can you believe it, Chad? I, I can. We've made it 56 episodes. Yes. That's a lot more than last time. I don't want to do the math, but <laughs> it's a lot. It's true. It, it. It's true. We, uh, we've made it a long way. We're going to continue to make you it a long balls way. You brought balls this time. I brought us I'm, balls. I'm excited. Yeah. It's been a long how, time since I was going to say, how often do you get a ball? Uh, I'm trying to think of the last time. Last time I had them was the last time I ordered them. That was probably like five to six months ago. Like, I ordered a case of 12 because it nice. was on uh, like a holiday special or something. Okay. I guess it would have been back in like November. Yeah. Probably. During the holidays. During the holidays. Holiday yeah. special during the holidays. That makes sense. Yep. I was I was going to ask you if if you only are drinking one balls. Is it singular ball? Are you drinking a ball? Oh, it's or a balls. It, but it has an S But the, the S is there, so you're going to drink yeah, a balls. It's always drinking a balls. Yeah. You're not ever Even drinking a ball. Even if it's singular. Ball. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What yeah. would be the plural of it would still be balls, I guess. Ballses. Ballses. <laughs> that's, that's the proper term. It's ballses. I got a whole case of ballses. You did? You <laughs> no. bought a ball? No, oh, I, I thought you. I thought you were being serious. Like you bought a whole case. <laughs> no, I got. I got these at the uh, the Paducah, the Kentucky Oaks Mall in Paducah. There's a candy store in there, and they sell balls at that candy oh, store. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I've been in there multiple times, but I didn't know that they sold balls there at all. <laughs> I didn't tell Mandy yeah. the. She goes to Paducah probably every every weekend or every other weekend because of whenever she goes down and stays with her family. Yeah. They're just right there so if they need to pop over to the store then they can. Yeah. But um yeah. That makes that makes the most sense. I should just ask her to get me balls now Paducah, from there. Paducah's nice. I like Paducah. I do too. Paducah. Hey, I've got some uh, some things for oh, you. Do you? Uh, these are uh, warning so, labels mm-hmm. for things that you you probably wouldn't imagine that somebody would need a warning label sure. for, but, you know, there's a rule for everything, and there's a reason why there's rules. you got to follow those rules. So I'm going to read you a few of them. I wish you would. Um, so, on a wheelbarrow is the warning not intended for highway use. <laughs> I've got an idea. This is weird because I've actually seen, I feel like, road workers using a wheelbarrow to tote uh, things from, like, rock or gravel true, yeah. from one thing to the other. Yeah. So they're breaking the rules. I don't know if that applies, though, because it's, like, is a there job a, shot. Is there, like, a wheelbarrow... Job shot? Is there, like, a wheelbarrow police? <laughs> there might be. I don't know. I mean, I think it's just a matter... It's to get them not to be sued more than anything. Um right. Here, let's use these... Uh, you got to guess the product. I'll give you the warning label. Oh, okay. How about that? that? Okay. Um, give me the. You're giving me the warning label. Yeah, I'm gonna give right. you the warning. I was. Label. I was like, I'm gonna have to make up something off the <laughs> Guess yeah. what the yeah. warning would be for no. it. And then you guess the thing okay, that it's cool. on. Notice, drivers do not carry burritos. Drivers do not carry burritos. Um, like a taco truck. Cl- yeah, close. It's a Chipotle truck. Oh, they're a Chipotle truck, like but like, like delivery truck. They're delivery truck. Why were they worried about holding a burrito? <laughs> Maybe. I mean, you got to imagine that somebody had to have approached the driver and been like, "Got any tacos?" <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that's a really smart label if you think of it that way. It is. It's a definitely a smart label. Um, let's see. Um, do not fold, baby. What is this? Uh, Whoa! Remove child before folding. The baby changing station. Stroller. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you, same thought process. Yeah, I was thinking, like, don't fold a baby up in this. <laughs> um, this is funny, uh, but it's it's not the product, it's the place. You'll go guess it right away. Okay. Do not eat iPod Shuffle. Apple Store? <laughs> <laughs> Where did they hang that? I've been in there dozens of times What's in the Galleria. On the dot com. It's on the website. Oh, okay. I thought you meant it was actually not at the, the actual store. Note. Like, there was a sign somewhere really small that said that. Oh, Avoid I don't even pouring. Think they sell shuffles at the store anymore. Maybe not. 
Avoid pouring on crotch area. Coffee? Yeah, like Starbucks. Of coffee. Oh. <laughs> uh, never use a lit match or open flame to check fuel level. Oh, uh, like a gas tank or it something. Like, a, like for a, any, yeah. I would say like a like a driving lawnmower, riding lawnmower. Oh, I thought you were going to say jet ski, and I was going to shit my pants because it was jet Oh, ski. shit, really? <laughs> he went, and I was like, oh, jet oh. ski. He's going to say it. <laughs> um, okay, I'll give you a couple more. Um, let's see. Warning, has been found to cause cancer in laboratory mice. Oh, uh, a, some kind of a machine? I'm going to guess, like an MRI? Uh, it'd be rat poison. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Gotcha. This one's good. Should not worry about laboratory mice for rat poison. Would that not be overkill? They're so so much smaller. Yeah. Should (laughs) not be used for signing checks or any legal documents. Pins? It'd be more specific. Bic pins. No. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Pilot pins. Vanishing ink pins. Uh, (laughs) I get you. Why do you have to? (laughs) Oh, do not iron while wearing shirt. An iron press thing. Like, yeah, it's like uh, an iron like on a pattern. Because <laughs> somebody's done it. So I, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody's. Any of this stuff has been done. I guarantee it. Oh, here's one. May irritate eyes. Eye drops. Pepper spray. Oh. <laughs> May. May. I would hope it does. Guaranteed uh, to irritate eyes. Do not eat the toner on the ink cartridge. <laughs> For like a printer? Like it says on the ink cartridge. Oh. Yeah, do not eat toner. Well, you gave me that one. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Um, I'm glad I get a gimme. Oh, use like regular soap. Use like regular soap? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's a soap. A <laughs> different kind, I'm assuming. And you would think. Uh, like hand soap? A bar of soap. Just a bar of soap? Like Water label spring. is use like regular soap. What other soap would you use that's not? I don't know. Uh, and there's more, but that's... Whew. I like oh, it. Oh, boy. You know what we should do? We should uh, we should talk about our uh, bathroom time. Trailer time. That's it. Yeah, I was gonna. Uh, I thought about making honestly. I, I hop into it, but I just I didn't. I literally had a studio creator, like a free studio creator thing yeah. online, opened up, and I started making beats a little bit earlier today, like a thirty, <laughs> like a not even thirty, like a ten second intro thing for mm-hmm. it. And I was just gonna go, but I didn't do it because I was just like, it's more fun when we make our own beats with our mouths. I would like it, just in general. Yes, I would like it. I would like it. Did you watch some trailers? I did. I also watched some trailers. Let's talk about trailers. Let's talk about uh, Top of the Bill. Top of the Morning. Dark Crystal, Age of Rebellion. That's your Top of the Bill. Out August 30th. Minus. <laughs> no, it's, it's probably mine too, really. Um, we got a lot on this most recent trailer. Like, I, I mean, I, it Dude, got that, me excited. Dude, the trailer's fucking beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love that... It's a work the, of art. The Muppets still look like Muppets. Oh, yeah. But... Everything else is just like even whenever they go full CGI, I was just like, this is like Avatar level of like beautiful. Whenever they went all out with this landscape in this area, yeah. it's awesome as shit. And they've used so little CGI. I know on yeah, this thing, true. and it, it just it looks good. They even uh, they they've got like human models in there, like for far away things where they can just kind of get the body movement. Of I mean, these like some puppets of the, some and, of the creatures are so large, it almost seems like there was one 
area of the trailer where it was some creature was coming up out of the side, and it wasn't uh, sexies or whatever. Yeah, but it was uh, it was next to one. I guess it was like something they were releasing to fight or whatever. Yeah, and it would look like it was definitely a Muppet, but it would have had to have at least been like two people operating that because yeah. it was so large. Was it a Gartham? I don't know. I don't okay. remember. Yeah. I, so I probably if I love the Dark Crystal from watching it when I was a kid, but I've only watched it. Probably like two or three times. It wasn't like a, something that I went back and watched a ton of, but that doesn't make sense to me either because I've loved the Muppets growing up. There's this yeah. is like a this is just a gimme. I think I've watched the Labyrinth more than I've watched this. Gotcha. But I love the how steeped in lore it is, Absolutely. and I feel like I'm missing out on so much because I've never read any like the comics or anything yeah. that was tied to it and stuff. And I really want to now after. Watching this and watching Dark Crystal again, I'm going to have to go back and try and find some of that stuff to listen or to watch. Absolutely. They've got a... After, I think it's like the first week of September, the first episode... issue Not episode. Issue of the uh, Age of Resistance prequel comic will start up. Um, and it is called Age of Resistance prequel, I think. I don't fucking okay. know. Uh, but it is... It looks pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I wish they would have done this ahead of time, but they are just wrapping up the second sequel series to the Dark Crystal comic. I think issue I, issue 12 just dropped yesterday, or today, as of this recording today. Okay, cool. Um, so that was that's the final kind of part to it. It was issue 12. Uh, so I, I imagine they had to finish up beneath the Dark Crystal before they could start up um, the Age of Resistance prequel. But, yeah. Um, I've been really happy with the uh, sequel comics, so I imagine that this prequel to the TV show will be rad as well. Um, there was a timeline that they released alongside uh, one of the pieces of information this past week, mm-hmm. um, and it was like essentially kind of laying out everything. So there's a there's a, a three uh, three different volumes of the oh shoot, I think it's called is it called Tales of the Dark Crystal. Yes, um, that's mm-hmm. it's, that's been around for a while. I yeah. don't know if it's called Tales. I think it it's is something Tales like that. Dark Crystal. Um, but that's before Age of Resistance, even. Okay. So this is all. So this is like that's another set of prequel stuff. That's yeah, like that's, even further there's, back. There's three volumes of that, and then there's the Age of Resistance prequel comic, Age of Resistance show, the Dark Crystal, Tides of the Dark Crystal. Uh, those are a book series, like an actual like novel series. Um, this one, uh, myths. creation myths. That's creation what it is. Myths. Okay. So creation myths. There's volume one, two, and three, and those take place before Age of Resistance. Even I got you. And then you go into all that, and then you've got Power of the Dark Crystal, and then beneath the Dark Crystal are the two sequel series. Um, and then yeah, they've got all the there's like Tides of and whatever uh, a bunch of different novels that fit into it as well. So as a person that is more way more well versed in in dark crystal and that steve and that lore than i am for sure um i feel like i would be okay with it but for somebody like mandy who's never seen dark crystal at all mm-hmm. do you think it would be wise for us to start with like the netflix series and watch it like in like actual chronological order uh, you know what i mean it's kind of like watching star wars in chronological order right. i don't think it, it's it, really technically worth it. technically it does make sense but at the same time you're just like you know more going into it. It's it's weird how that works. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's like I think that there's going to be a because there's going to be a lot more it's nods. Like you were watching the first three Lord of the Rings movies, and then you go back and you watch the three Hobbit movies that they made. But technically, if you watch the three Hobbit movies and then watch the Lord of the Rings, you would technically it would be caught up more so than. Yeah, but that's <laughs> like, different because the Hobbit was written before yes. the Lord of the Rings. I just meant though, like it, it's it, weird how. 
so many authors and movie creators uh, yeah. and writers and directors and stuff have done this now yeah. to the point to where it's almost like normal for mm-hmm. us to think, you know, oh, I, I guess more to, unilaterally. How do like, I do this? Like, yeah. like thinking like we should watch four, five and six first because it makes more sense. <laughs> yeah. They came out before and it is later in this timeline. Yeah. But now knowing all of this and this knowledge that you have from mm-hmm. four, five and six and going back and watching the prequel and seeing it build up to that, you're just kind of like, Oh fuck! You know what I mean? That's true. Which it's just weird how that—that's the thing that a lot of people have chose to do. It'd be interesting. It's, and the only thing I would say that would make it e is that you—I'm sure there will be so many nods to the original movie in this prequel series right. that you—they will pay off better if you've seen the if movie. If you know first. exactly what was going on, I think you yeah. you would enjoy the series better if you knew the movie first. And I felt that way. I was just kind of curious yeah. if you thought that it would be worth it doing Definitely. it because it makes it. She can be our experiment. You know what I mean? That's the, there's no <laughs> in for me or you. There's no way that we could have ever done that with yeah. Star Wars, with with no. Lord of the Rings, with anything. Like the other that things didn't exist thing. before. Yeah, yeah. So it's just weird how that that's a thing that somebody could technically really yeah. do with a with a series. You know, so that'd be kind Absolutely. of unique or different. Um, yes. Watch the trailer got? for 1917. It's an upcoming World War One epic. Okay. Um, I wanted to make sure that I got this guy's right. I knew what movies he did. His name is Sam Mendes. So um, I saw the when they released this. Yes. I the trailer. Saw, yeah. Okay. When they saw the, when I saw the trailer and they said something about Sam Mendes. You thought Sean Mendes. I thought that Sean Mendes <laughs> was making his acting debut and that he was in this movie. And I watched this trailer and I was like, I didn't see Sean Mendes as at all. As soon as you started building it up, I was just like, I know where this is fucking going. I'm like, I don't see that guy with a scar on his eyebrow. So Where's he at? He directed uh, the last couple of. Of uh, Bond films, including Skyfall, he's done Road to Perdition, Revolutionary Road, American Beauty. He's a very well-versed actor. Um, this trailer for this movie is super, super like crisp and clear as and clean. I, I don't know really how to describe it. I mean, it's uh, it's fucking horrible too. At the same time, literally like this this guy, the British soldier that it's like kind of centered around. There's this uh, mission that he has to do to give this message to another person to stop. Um, to basically save the rest of their troop. If, if he doesn't deliver this message, um, it could kill hundreds of thousands of British and Italian people if he can't get it to where it needs to go. And he's actually, like, at one point in time, literally wading through, like, a river full of dead British soldiers' bodies trying to hide from these people that are, like, walking up above him and stuff. It's really brutal and stuff, but so, like, raw that it's actually beautiful at times. But that's what, I meant. that's what I meant by like raw, like crisp and yeah. stuff like that. It's just pops, and it looks really awesome as far as war epics go. I know, like Mandy doesn't probably wouldn't watch it. It'll be like a me alone movie. She yeah, doesn't. Well, she doesn't do that kind of. I'm thing. not into it either. I, I've always kind of dug them. You know, I've loved. So this is it. Probably Harbor started movie. with me. This is not Pearl Harbor. Isn't there a Pearl Harbor movie that's going to come out too? Like a different one? Yeah, like a new I one. I don't know. I, they I didn't know. cover it all in the Ben Affleck movie. They got to do it again. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, Pearl Harbor's in World War II. They call it Pearl Harbor This is World II. War One. Pearl Harbor II? Yeah. Let's get this party started. Yes. That's the subtitle yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it started with, like, I, I fell in love with World War uh, Two movies, like, with, like, Saving Private Ryan, even though it's super fucking brutal. It was a really well-done movie. Um, Full Metal Jacket, of course, I always go back to. Plus, I love Stanley Kubrick movies, so that's a, a no-brainer. But this looks like it can rank up there with it, though. It looks nice. like a really awesome war epic, and made me excited after I watched it, but... Of course, man, he was just like, no, there's no way I could watch it. I'll cry the entire time. And yeah. I was just like, yeah, it is, because it's, it's real. It's really happened. Yeah. It's also weird that it's coming out on Christmas Day. That's a good Christmas movie. <laughs> is it? I don't know. Watching people die? I mean, people like that kind of thing. 
I'm not. I'm not We're celebrating really... the birth of Jesus, so we got to watch a bunch of people die yeah. in World War One. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, that I makes mean, sense. He really, if you look at how, I mean, Jesus is connected to a lot of death that was unnecessary as he well. Was. I was going to see if I could find a uh, Benedict Cumberbatch's picture. I don't know if it's on here. Yeah, this marks he's all of a, the boxes of things that I don't want to he's see. He's got a tiny little pencil mustache, but uh, I'm not going to be able to find it. He's wearing the hat like this. He's just got <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch's little scar here, and he's got a little thin pencil mustache. You know, it's like he's the epitome of Britain right in that picture. He's got Bender, di- Bender Dick. <laughs> Bender Dick. <laughs> Bender Dick Cumbersnatch. I didn't even mean to wow. say that. It's got him in it, and it's a war movie, and it's sad. It marks all the boxes for a movie I don't want to see. <laughs> but I'm glad I'm glad you're gonna be there. I will probably not be there in theaters, but I'll watch in it heart. Out. Yeah, I'll be there in heart. Yeah, be yeah. There. I'll feel, I'll feel the pain the, for this. Whole you got uh, what's it? Uh, uh, Private Hearts War. Isn't there a war movie with Hart in the name too? Maybe that Josh Hartnett's in it. Is he? I, I'm thinking so. Sure, I'm thinking it's a movie. I'm gonna think is that like thin, what about, thin uh, red line? What about Dolomite is my name, dude? I'm fucking stoked You're for in? this i am in so this as is soon the... as it started <laughs> just start this i watched it and then i showed it to jay I, I showed it to mandy too but i showed it to jay we were driving in the car on the way there together to work mm-hmm. or, or home from work and i said did you watch the dolomite trailer he's like no i was like dude you gotta see it <laughs> it starts it up and he comes up with the character for dolomite and he does the dolomite is my name and kicking motherfucking asses <laughs> i was just like it sounds like old school eddie murphy from like raw and shit the way that he delivers it i was just like oh my god it's like he's back and i love it <laughs> so this is the first resurgence of eddie murphy comedy like this yeah is, yeah this is first of many that we're gonna see over the next it couple cool of years cool that it's done in a way that it's more it's like a biopic you know what i mean so it's more yeah. tastefully done in a way Absolutely. it's supposed to be stupid funny but i mean the guy's life in real life seemed it's like real, it was yeah. pretty stupid Absolutely. funny so i mean it's gonna it'll play off really well it's got a good cat wesley snipes looks good on it oh yeah he looks like he's gonna be a good <laughs> fucking closer toward the end whenever he's ripping out wesley snipes characters uh intestines yeah and keegan michael key goes god damn it total much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like super white yes for a tall black man <laughs> yes yeah. i don't know man it looks awesome to me I'm in. and it's good it's like uh this is i think this is is this strictly netflix or is this going to have a limited theater at least like so, the irishman oh netflix bought a movie a movie theater right yes so they at least are probably going to show it in that movie theater but that's in la so i don't think that really counts yeah oh, what um, because i think it's just like the irishman is, sim- is is limited release for a three-week span in all like nationwide as well so okay. you can choose to watch it at home if you want to or if you want to go out and watch it you can watch it at, you know like amc cinemark wherever you you have you know so it'll be in all like all theaters yeah, well i guess major, not all major locations. theaters yeah but not all locations, locations they'll yeah. have but they won't they're not doing it as a um, yeah i would assume that like, I was gonna, no like no i was gonna say fathom events is I think that's specifically tied to AMC's. Mm-mm. It's not. Nope, because I'm going to a Fathom event for Jane and Silent Bob reboot, and it's not at a. It's it, not an AMC. It's, it's at a, a Reggie's or a. Uh, Is the, did the AMC the have, a, have the Fathom's event at all for that? Mm-mm. No. Nope. That sucks. Closest one was Cape Girardeau. I like Cape though too. Yeah, That'd that's be where fun I'm gonna go to. Where I'm gonna go to. It's on Tuesday night. Is it? Mm-hmm. What day? Fifteenth uh, of October. Ooh, I might have to try and do that then. You might. There <laughs> were... Tickets are pre-sale. I believe I only have... I have the only two tickets in the theater currently. Right now? 
currently, I do believe. If you look up the Cape Girardeau uh, Theater, I'm the two in the fourth row right in the frickin' middle. Right, remind me, and we we'll, might be in the two in the fourth row right next to you. Okay. And we'll maybe try to go, because that we, we, if it's a Tuesday, I should be able to go. I mean, it's, the Thursday, they have a double feature of Jay and the Silent Bob Strike Back and Reboot, but... It's cool. I can watch Strike, or watch Strike Back at home. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you, get, get, the, the you get a movie poster <laughs> with the one on the 15th, so... Sweet. I'm yeah. down. In... Uh, what else you got for me? Um, I watched the trailer for Antlers. Have you heard I've of this? I've heard. Is this the is this Guillermo del Toro? Yes. Yeah, so this is the one. This is the movie that's coming out that he said that whenever they interviewed him, they said it should be double rated double R because Weird. he said it's supposed to be so like violent. So he is producing this only. That's it. And he okay. Only maybe it's pro- a movie that he's. I think it's a movie he's directing. So he has also had no hand except for producing scary stories. Yes, that was all he did. So I'm, I guess he is in the business of producing scary movies now mm-hmm. with weird creatures. So technically, he has a, a slight writing credit, and he's mostly producing on um, Death Stranding as well. Oh, okay. Because he helped, uh, he helped Kojima write a little bit of it, but he's mostly just a producer. He's tied to it because Kojima is the primary writer and director yeah. of the of the of the game. Um, all I have to say about this movie is it looks weird, and it looks like. Um, so is it full on horror? I guess then. Or? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it's it's as horror as yeah. scary stories. Have, it doesn't even was. have him in the close bits of the credits on here. Yeah, I don't. He's he's a producer though. That's all he's doing. He's not. This in. is from the guy that brought you Crazy Heart <laughs> and Out of the Furnace, Hostels, and Black Mass. Nice. Well, um, I feel like this and also Scary Stories is. An influence of because I saw scary stories. We can talk about that later. Okay. Um, but I feel like with both of these movies, one seen the full and one seen the trailer for, Guillermo del Toro is going in and going. What's it, he's got? He's got like a Spanish accent. Yeah, he's, he's from like, I think Mexico originally. He, he's yeah. like he's like I, I yeah, like from Mexico. I like the monsters and you make the monsters and uh, <laughs> and so you make them weird. He is and a like, fan of monsters. He just makes weird monsters and so he's just now telling people to write movies with weird creatures in them and it, I don't know if it's paying off that well because there's a certain amount of heart and story that he puts into his stories mm-hmm. that I don't think you're getting with these other ones. So it kind of... I don't think I realized that he actually wrote the screenplays for the Hobbit movies as well. All I three do. of them. He's got at least a screenplay credit. Yeah. I didn't know he was any kind of tied to it. I didn't either. That's cool. Interesting. I never watched Crimson Peak, but I heard it was good. I think that was good. I think I watched it. <laughs> he's the, he's writing the screenplay for the new Pinocchio. Panooch, there's a new Pinocchio live I action? I guess so. You heard it here first. Whoa. We did We're it. breaking news. 2021. Look at that logo. I like it. That is awesome. <laughs> is it? Oh, uh, it's, uh, it's a, a darker version. Classic Tizzy I would assume it's not Disney if it's going to be a darker, darker version. version. I don't know. They did a darker Except version for of 2021 uh, right now. Cool. I'm down. Wizards, a TV show. Wizards. Carnival Rose, the one that's on uh, Amazon, right? Yeah. Uh, with Orlando Bloom. Yes. And okay. uh, Clara. No, know, this is the one that he's talking about. That, uh, that Nightmare Alley is the one I meant. Uh, that's the, that's one, the one he's actually He's doing, doing the, the screenplay for it. And it's, he said it's so like horrible and horror that it should be rated double nice. R. He said it's like absolutely gory and everything. I don't know what it's about. Cool. 
A corrupt con man teams up with a female psychiatrist to trick people into giving them money. Oh, it's a, a remake. remake of a 1947 film. Apparently, it's supposed to be like really dark. Interesting. It's already um, got people tied to it. It does. It's Rooney good. Mara's in it. Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, Tony Collette, like Willem Dafoe, Michael Shannon, Ron Perlman. There's a lot of people I know the names of. Mm-hmm. Richard Jenkins is rumored. He's rumored. There's right a lot now. of rumored. All of them are rumored. Nope, Willem, None of these are if, real. If Willem Dafoe's in it, that means he's the only one that lives in the lighthouse. That's how that works. Uh, oh, if you die in the movie, then <laughs> you don't get to make another movie. Gotcha. <laughs> Following you. Um, so, Antlers, eh. I mean, I saw it, and I will report it. I believe you. But it's news. I'm excited to hear about the scary stories, though. I've been wanting to see it, but now knowing that I have a little bit of somebody that can get me some insight. I will give you a little bit of uh, yeah. the 411 on the 212. Uh, you want to talk about the Adams Family trailer? Did you watch it? I didn't. You didn't watch it? No, I don't really care about it, but I'm, Not I'm, at all. I'm interested to hear what you say about it. I still think that the design is... Pretty unique. It's you know supposed to look like the original. Yeah, the new an- the animation, new animation, the old animation. It's supposed to look like the really old animation, like Wednesday's got like the pinhead, the strips. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really cool. They even gave her the details of like her pigtails coming down, and the pigtails make nooses. Oh, like nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that. Um, so uh, it shows a little bit more insight. Like they moved from where they were at originally to New Jersey, and so the whole thing okay. takes place in New Jersey. Uh, it kind of follows suit with something that you would get from. Uh, an older Adams Family episode, so you get like the weird neighbor, or not the weird neighbor, I guess they're the weird neighbor. <laughs> you get the normal neighbor that comes over with a big blonde bouffant, and she's just like, oh, hi, neighbors, and stuff like that, and tries to, you know, coalesce some kind of a thing. That she's like, she's the person that says, you know, basically to all the other people in like a neighborhood watch, these people are weird, they're dangerous, we don't need them here, we need to get them out of our I town. Yeah. And so the Adams are still trying to you know, find some kind of a semblance with these people, but then, you know, whatever. Yeah. This is uh, an October release? Yes. Good. This October. Awesome. Um, and then uh, the big tale at the end of it, it was a lot of stuff from the first trailer, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but the big thing at the end of it was uh, Cousin It. Is it? Is it? Yes. Cousin All the it. hair? Yeah. Yeah. He's really short, um, is there, and it's voiced by Snoop Dogg. Um, as much as it can be voiced, because it's still... Is it sa- yeah, it still sounds uh, okay. like that, but it's voiced by Snoop Dogg. Nice. It's that it's his voice, but then they just jumble it up a bunch. That's funny. Because <laughs> even whenever he's pulling up, he pulls up in like a fucking old school like Beamer type car, and yeah. he plays, it plays the Snoop funny. song, and then he gets out and he's got like a little pimp cane. He's like probably a foot and a half tall because whenever yeah. everybody else is standing up here, he's just like yeah, shorter, shorter can guy. be. But um, yeah, it looks like it may be fun. Um, cool. I don't know if we'll go to the theaters to see it. It probably seems more like to wait until it comes out have a thing. But I'll definitely buy it. Might be on the uh, might catch that in your the Halloween um, uh, drive-in movie theater. Yeah, thing. maybe if if they have, that, the if, they have that, if they have that on the family screen, then yeah, yeah. for sure. Yes, what else yes. you got for me? Um, we got a trailer for Treadstone, the TV show. Really? Yeah. I did not know that or yes, see yes. that. Um, it's a lot of punchy, punchy, fighty, fighty. Um, reasonable. But, I mean, you would imagine that they. Uh, it, it looks good. It looks like How's it, the writing seem? The did writing, Mark do a good job? The writing seems <laughs> good. Um, no, it, it's really just a, a bunch of fight scenes and kind of just being like, in the world of Jason Bourne. Oh, okay. um, kind of a thing. If you think uh, they'll ever tie any kind of either not necessarily Matt Damon, but a Jason Bourne type character into? I don't think they'll. I don't think they're dealing with a Jason Bourne anymore. Essentially, the sounds of the story is that um, the way that Jason Bourne was activated, mm-hmm. um, a bunch of sleeper agents have been activated, and that's what they're dealing with in this show. 
And they're calling so it is a it Treadstone mini- hunting down these sleeper agents, or so. is it based around yeah. the sleeper agents like Born? I believe it's them taking, trying to track down all of these sleeper agents that have been awoken that's by that's somebody. Like a, that's like doing a TV show based on the perspective of what would basically be like the bad the agents, guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The people we've been avoiding for these years it's, and years of the movies. The Julia Stiles version of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Always. yeah. Cool um, I don't see her in there. Yeah, I'd say it'd be cool if she was in there. It'd be a nice tie in there for her to like kind of head up. She may be, I don't know, but she wasn't in the trailer. Um, but yeah, it's they're they're calling it a uh, a mini series of or an event series is what they're calling it. So it sounds like it may be as far as their intentions are just a one off series. Um, and they're it's going to be on USA, but then it's going to be on all the other stuff. I think next day or whatever. Cool. Um, so yeah, I mean, I personally haven't seen the last two Bourne movies. Um, I didn't see the one with Jeremy Renner or Jason Bourne. Um, the one with Jeremy Renner was okay. Um, the Bourne one was definitely better, obviously, you know. But it's uh, he doesn't talk as much, honestly, at all. Like he has like zero lines. It seems like he's very quiet throughout the whole thing, hmm. but. I know, I think if I'm not mistaken, in that movie he did a lot more. He was getting paid more. by the word. He was getting, uh, probably. And so they cut it down a lot. I, he only, I think he only, somebody said online, I remember reading a long time ago, he only has something of like 23 lines throughout the whole movie. Really? Yeah, it's, it's really, really slim. And like any fighting sequence he has, everybody's just like, oh my god, J- god damn it, it's Jason Bourne. Yeah. You know, and shit well, like if that. Well, if you take away any allies, which I don't know because I haven't seen it, but... Really, if you think about, it, if he didn't have anybody else to talk to, as far as like that wasn't that was if it, all he had were enemies, he didn't really talk a lot in the other movies either. It was like, what's Treadstone? What's Treadstone? Like that was his line. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like you know what I mean. Like there's more of those scenes where he's with what's her name, Maria. Yeah, Maria. And they're in the car talking back and forth a lot more yeah. and stuff, and but he doesn't want to use like. You know, like more of her trying to get information. He's just like, I don't know anything about this. I don't know nothing about Tritz. I don't even know who I am. <laughs> kind of a thing, you know what I mean? But but if you take away that element and you don't have an ally in the movie and it's just him dealing with yeah. shit. It'd be really awesome if they if he just talked to himself a lot. <laughs> like there's no ally. He's just in the car just being like, I still don't know who I am. <laughs> it's all internal monologue. Yeah. <laughs> I've been on the road for three days. Yes. Uh, you have more trailers you no. want to talk about for sure? That's, that, that wraps me up for the day. Uh, let's get in some news then. Okay. Uh, I've got some stuff about Pokemon. we got Pokemon news. we got a couple of trailers that came out not too long ago. Okay. Um, one of which really showcases... Uh, they did one at Gamescom yesterday, or the day before yesterday, I think. And uh, they showcased some stuff about a town, specifically in the Galar region, just to kind of show off what it's like and everything. You get to meet one of the professors there because I think there's more than one um, in this region and she was researching something specific so you can help her out as like a little side quest nice Um, so they were showing kind of some of that stuff a little bit of combat and everything which is you know bringing back the classic style of combat you can encounter Pokemon in the wild like normal and it's not like uh, let's go it's you don't throw the Pokeball unless you're ready to catch the Pokemon but there's actually like battle between them back and forth yeah Um, and then this trailer that showed not too long ago uh probably like a month ago maybe Mm -hmm. we just didn't talk about this last episode but i forgot to mention it um they showcased some more new pokemon and stuff that are coming out through the region so i figured we just kind of go through some of those so the three starters that we already knew um we got grookey is this actual stills from the game or is this because this looks a lot different than what we've seen so far it looks a lot more polished and a lot more this is like this is a still from the most recent trailer he's on top of a uh looks kind of claymation-y a little bit I think like it does a, maybe just from this picture. It's just this picture. Maybe okay. it just in this. This he is actually like, this is a screen from the from the trailer. Though. Looks like he's a friend of Pokey and Gumby's. 
You might and be. I like it. Yeah, Grookey. Yeah, Pokey, Gumby, and Grookey. And Grookey, yeah, that yeah. makes sense too. <laughs> he's a he's a grass monkey type Pokemon. That monkey's got, funky. It is a funky monkey. He's got the ability overgrow. I think they each have like they say they have own unique abilities too. Nice. Um, Score bunny, rabbit, fire type Pokemon, uh, Blaze. Let's see. He gets blazed. He gets super blazed. Sobble. Uh, is a water lizard Pokemon. He has the ability Torrent. And then we got these ones that we saw from the, the trailer not yeah. too long ago. Gossifer, it's a flower Pokemon, grass. And then its evolutionary form that it goes into is Eldegoss. Um, we've got this guy. He's a, I guess, a normal type. Just a sheep Pokemon. It just looks like a sheep with cute little uh, ponytails. We call them sheep tails instead of pigtails. Sheep pigtails. Dreadnaw, he's like a snapping turtle type Pokemon. He's mm-hmm. water and rock together, which is weird because that's a weakness. Not no more. You know what I mean? Not no more. Corviknight, who is arguably one of the coolest ones that I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> the Raven Pokemon, flying and steel. He just looks really awesome. That's the one that's supposed to a noble show, Raven. They show you in the trailer. These are uh, they're very extremely rare to find out in the wild, apparently, but they're also at every single city. And you can talk to them, and they will fly you to another city instead oh, wow. of, I guess, so maybe having a teacher. Yeah, they're they're huge. Huh. Um, it's a noble raven. Excuse me, noble raven. May I have a ride on your <laughs> on your carpet? I don't know the carpet. On your carpet. I know. Never mind. <laughs> carpet uh, ride. This is this is Alchemy. Yeah, uh, we've seen that a, one. Yeah, we have seen that one. She turns into a, a about giant cake. cake. Yeah, yep. she turns into that one. Uh, this is Yamper. He's the electric puppy, corgi-looking Pokemon. I like who's doing these drawings. I like the... the I uh, his ability is ball fetch. Oh, nice. Just in case you were wondering. The dog does dog things. <laughs> Rolly Coley. Yeah, he's uh, a round rock. Pokemon, I guess. And this is the one that I think looks like a stapler. A stapler. <laughs> a little bit. Duraludon. Yeah. Duraludon, a steel dragon-type Pokemon. And this guy's a newer one, too, that we've not seen. Uh, he was in one of the newer trailers. Uh, Moro Pico, he can actually change types. Um, nice. He's got an ability called Hunger Switch, so if he doesn't eat food on a regular basis, he'll mean. change from an electric type to a dark type and get pissed off. We should have totally... No, never mind. That what? doesn't make any sense. I was uh. like, and it would have been... They should have just made a Pokemon of Gizmo, but Gizmo doesn't get angry when he gets hungry. No, but that would have been kind of cool. If, it, if there was one that took effect like that, like if you splashed water on him and he gets ah. like turns into something else. That'd be cool. Um, so this is the... They changed... The, you know what I mean? How they do like the regions. Yeah. They, like how they did with the Alolan. They gave mm-hmm. an Alolan version of this. So the Galarian version of uh, Zigzagoon looks like a rock star, as you can see. Like a rock star? Like a, like Kiss. That's that's the whole point. He's uh, meant to look like Kiss. Like he's painted like Kiss. Black and like white. Like he's like Star Child. Child. Yeah. And he's got, uh, this is the way he evolves into, and they gave him a third form, which he's never had. Oh. So So he now evolves into full-on Gene Simmons. Right on. uh, Which is Obstagoon. Nice. So they they gave him a special new form to make him even more of a rock star. I don't like that. Uh, And then... (laughs) Weezing, I got a little bit of. Uh, He's uh, this is this has got a lot of flack online, not flack, but uh, people making fun of it because I'm talking about the bong Pokemon. Yeah, he looks like a bong. Now, uh, I I thought it was funny because uh, I associate chimney sweeps and chimneys for whatever reason with very British things. Yeah. And he looks like he's just a got a giant chimney, a smog pipe on his head, mm-hmm. and he's got the mustache and all yeah. like that too. I, I didn't, yeah, I didn't it. go oh, yeah, bong got, immediately with it. But. I didn't either until I started seeing that. I was like, oh, yep, I can see that. Uh, and then, then of course, the two legendaries, the one that everybody will probably want and get, uh, Zycane. <laughs> I would assume the sword. Wolf. I, I would rather get the sword wolf. He looks more badass than the one that just turns his face into a giant shield. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Zama Zinta is that one's name. I guess it just depends on if you're the red kind of person or the blue mm-hmm. kind of person. They have a couple other ones they showcased. I guess they just didn't have any images of it. There's one called sure. Impidim. Gotcha. Uh, two new Pokemon shown during a demo. Yamper and Impidim. We saw Yamper up there, but I, there's not a picture of Impidim. Gotcha. Um, Impidim is a dark fairy type Pokemon. He looks very devilish, according Wait, to this them. game come out at the end of September or October? This sometime? is November. 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 That's ah, way off. <laughs> nah, I mean, still, like, regardless, it's crazy that it's we're getting up. two Pokemon games with, like, I mean... I guess not, because we get a, usually get a Pokemon game almost every year. But two Switch-based Pokemon games yeah. within them are every year. And something that's a whole new thing. Because Let's Go came out in May? April? March. Uh, last year, yeah. Or was not it or late? It was holiday season last year? No, it was it was last year, about this time last year. Was like, it really? It was, yeah, I'm sure. Oh, We're not in May or March of last year. Not right now, but I mean... You said last year around this time was May or March, and I was confused. Okay, it's I'm okay. sorry. That's okay. my bad. That's my bad. You just straighten up. You tell me things. Figure it out. Hey, we're going to get, uh, speaking of, of games, we're going to get a uh, our Final Fantasy VIII remaster. will be coming out on September 3rd. What? Uh, for the PS4. What? I'm imagining that we're going to get our There's going to be a Switch and an Xbox port. Uh, shortly yeah. after, but I don't I just I don't wanted to say what a bunch. I, I heard that. I don't believe they've said. So are you going to get this on PS4, you're going to hold out for a Switch. Because you love 8. You've always talked about how 8's the best, storyline-wise. I love 8's story. I love Leon. I love again? Leon's story. I, I always thought it was really awesome. But, yeah. um, uh, yeah. Is this on your radar? Is it something that you're into? I will pick it up. you got to wait I, I for would, a Switch? I will, I will so probably, I'll either get it on Xbox or Switch. I like, I don't, I, I've always, the trophies to me on PlayStation, for whatever reason... I don't know what it is. I've just not really cared about trying to get the trophies on there. But whenever it comes to Xbox, I try to get all the achievements as possible. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know why. As much as I possibly can, anyway. But the Switch, you know, I mean, it's just would be nice to have that and know that I could take it with me whenever I want oh, to. Yeah. Especially since it's such a big, hefty game. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about something that's like 30 to 40 hours. So if I need to go somewhere, I can take it with me on a trip yeah. or whatever. You get on the train... I can get on, like, get, get on the fucking bullet train and ride to Tokyo across the sea. Yes, the seas, the seas of Tokyo. Deceased Tokyo. Uh, did you hear about Ninja? I know. You know Ninja? I try to stay away from him. Remember but, him? What's up? Uh, so Ninja left Twitch. Yeah, and I heard that. Struck a deal with Microsoft on Mixer for the streaming services, and now as of, as of right now, he's already got over a million subscribers. A lot of people, fans of the of the platform, and him, and just switched over and came over with them on Mixer. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought it. I guess it was pertinent at least to know that Ninjas actually made a move like that. There's a lot of allegations and things that have been going on of late with uh, with Twitch because of all the streamers that are on there that were like abusive to animals and different things of that nature. And I think he was also looking for a way to get out. And I mm. guess Microsoft was just like, hey, we should do a thing. Mm. So then uh, they gave him some money, signed him on a contract, and have him over there on Mixer. And if you've never checked out Mixer, I recommend more people checking it out. It's a really well-put-together streaming platform, and I've streamed on there a couple of times. But I, I feel like it's just as easy to use as Twitch is, but... It just seems like so many more people just kind of navigate and just drift towards that because that's the first one that was always there. You know, like big streaming service-wise. Yeah. Okay. But I feel like Mixer's, like, it, it deserves a fair shake, and I think more people are now definitely checking it out that they've gone over there. But it's got a really well-put-together platform, uh, a lot of cool things that are integrated on there that aren't on Twitch. Like, they actually have, uh, like, interactive soundboards and stuff on there, too, for people that... Um, 
for example, if you've viewed somebody's page long enough, once you've viewed their page for X amount of hours or whatever, it gives you almost kind of like what bits are on Twitch. And you can kind of use those to kind of help promote and give money to uh, the people. But you can earn that organically versus earning it, you know, paying to earn in those. I see. And you can, it has like interactive soundboards on there. So people can, that are streamers can put like random sound effects or some shit that might just pop up and play randomly while they're streaming and stuff. <laughs> and, uh... I don't know. It, it was always pretty cool to me that they had stuff like that that was just unique to the platform. Gotcha. I, uh, Hulu, I do like a, I'm on the, the Brain Trust or whatever, where they, they like send out surveys to you about Hulu. And, yeah. And it's her, and one of the most recent ones was about game streaming. Yeah. And they were like, I guess maybe they're considering getting involved in the game streaming market. Maybe not, I wouldn't imagine as like another place like Twitch or Mixer, but like to actually just have a channel that you can go to maybe from oh, okay. there that makes sense. and yeah, check yeah. it out um, since they're kind of a viewing place and they were like I bet if it's on Hulu a lot of people would probably try to go to that like streamers that are on Twitch and stuff I could yeah. see people probably trying to do Checking that, that. Yeah. and I don't know if that's where the home like if they would have their own or if they would just yeah. if you could get like the channel of somebody else or it would just be like an add-on but they were like, are you interested in any of this? And it I was like, seems no. Like, there was a lot of no's that was in that survey. I'm it just seems not... like, you know, like ease of entry, ease of access for people. You know, there are more people that would probably be willing. You already have Hulu for whatever you're watching and stuff. Yeah. And if you're interested in Hulu and Twitch, why would you not just go to one place it's for an everything? Integration you know thing, I mean? yeah. yeah. Same thing with like the Disney Plus and all that shit. Adding it on there can... on, one, on one hub and in one umbrella is really smart to do. If I can turn it off, because I do not care at all about it. But I also can't turn off sports. Yeah, and that's another thing that's like, why can't I turn off sports on my Hulu? Because it wants to be like, what's your favorite team? Do you want to watch your team? And I'm like, no, I don't. Speaking of teams, oh shit, look at that. Um, St. Louis just announced their XFL team. Oh great. Yeah, there's gonna be XFL. Um, did you know that XFL was coming back? Are I did. You, I think we talked about it on this podcast. Are you familiar with XFL? I am. Did you did you know that they were coming back? I did. I knew they were coming back. <laughs> Vince McMahon bringing it back. He he is. He's not giving it up. He's like, I'm just gonna. I really want to do this. I um, think he really wanted to do it again this time. I'm pretty sure we talked about it the last time we talked about him bringing it back in the first place. Just because uh, the NFL's numbers have been decreasing year after year after year, and nothing's really bringing it back. And I think he's hoping that talking about the NFL or the XFL and bringing that back and putting a bunch of money into it might increase its popularity. Yeah. Once, you know, because whenever it came out at one point in time, it was just a huge shit bomb. It was good at first. And then after about six months to a year of it, everybody just kind of got tired of it. So it's not like, it's not like there's a bunch of, it's not the lingerie league and it's not no, like, it's more like, it's is like it hardcore, like violent. Like, it's, yeah, it's more physical. Like there's people actually like doing stuff like almost wrestling esque to people. Like instead of just straight up like attacking them. Yeah. Like, like it, there could be more physical time. Like people could punch somebody if they wanted to. It really it's hurt okay. to punch a helmet. Probably. Yeah. Wait until it came be, off. Maybe. I, I really don't know all the ins and outs of it. It's like, I know I remember like, there's clips online where there's like somebody that grabbed him instead of tackling him like straight up he like grabs him picks him up and fucking suplexes him backwards and oh it's God. real life I mean it's not just like we're doing it for pretend like wrestling kind yeah. of a thing it's like he really fucking suplexed that dude on his head I hope he's okay huh. <laughs> um, the St. Louis team will be called the Battle Hawks damn um, and I'm interested already <laughs> there are nine <laughs> teams that are signed up for this they'll kick off their season early 2020 so we don't have to wait too much longer. Um, it'll be Dallas, 
Houston, L.A., New York, Seattle, St. Louis, Tampa Bay, and Washington, D.C. Damn. Will be your team. I know a guy named Dallas. Yeah? Yep. Um, and so it's going to be on NBC. It looks like it's going to... Oh, no, no, sorry. It's going to be on Fox 2. It was on NBC. Mm-hmm. Fox 2's got it. Um, so, yeah. If you like that kind of thing, there will definitely be an XFL team. And they'll be playing at the America Center um, in St. Louis. So. Cool. Uh, I realize I have too much news. Uh, so let's talk about Home Alone, Night at the Museum, Cheaper by the Dozen, and Diary of a Wimpy Kid. They're all getting rebooted. Okay. At Disney Plus. Yeah. Why? Um, they're rumored to be. They're not. Nothing's. They're all. They're writing stories about them. They're, That's great. They're pitching ideas. That's great. They're reboots, though. That they've used the word reboot multiple times. Not we're adding to the story of Home yeah. Alone. It means that we're going to have another Kevin McAllister. Well, we've had, to be fair, we've already had three different actors play Kevin sure, McAllister. And, and only one was good. <laughs> um, but the why other two made money. Why do we have to bastardize the series I'm, even I, more? I'm fairly certain the other two made money for them. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. So they're going to keep doing things that make them money. Yeah. Even and if it's, they're not. It's on Disney Plus. I get it <laughs> to a certain extent. But I'm just That's like. That's what that $6 a month is going to get you. I guess. Uh, their I've never watched. Cheaper by the dozen. That was uh, that was Steve Martin. Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure. I, I never watched it though. I don't know. Uh, I've seen parts of Night at the Museum. I've never watched any of them. I like the Night at the Museums. They're not too bad. They don't really interesting do, concept. Don't really do anything for me. Okay. Uh, and I know Diary of the Wimpy Kid had two movies out. I think based four? off the series. Four. I believe. I thought it was four. only two. I believe there's four. Okay, four movies out, and might be now we're rebooting that. Yeah, I don't know why that one's being rebooted because they're they're all fairly new. Um, I see. I the reboot word is loose though. None of that's so. They're they're they're. It would be make more sense to me. Like I think it would be fun to do a reboot. We'll call it a reboot of Home Alone. Call it Home Alone, but let it be Kevin McAllister as like Macaulay Culkin, and he's the dad this time around. His son's the one that gets left he behind. Do that. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Wouldn't yeah. that be kind of a cool concept to do something that direction? I'm sure they would love to. And they probably would even ask him, but I don't think that he would be down for any of that shit. Probably not. I'm just saying. Like, I think conceptually that'd be really cool. Also, I forgot to mention whenever you were here earlier and you first walked in, I really like your sideburns. Thanks. I just wanted to compliment you. <laughs> you usually um, are always like the kind of person that's like, I always have patchy hair and I can never grow a beard. But then this shit is that's proven can, that you can grow the sideburns and they're they're thick daddy sideburns. They're I really can good. Only grow them on the side of my face. Nothing that's else. where they should belong. <laughs> <laughs> That's where they go. I can grow a mean soul patch and uh, and a, a rapist mustache mm. and a white trash beard. What do they call a soul patch? Soul patch. No. Flavor saver. Flavor saver. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm okay with them pitching those ideas. And <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and then. Seeing what sticks. I would rather see... I don't care anything about Diary of a Wimpy Kid. I'd rather see that as converted to a series. And not I think necessarily rebooted, be, but just like series. I that. feel like that that would be really cool if they did it animated. And they did it animated kind of in the style like they did on the covers. You know, almost mm-hmm. like, like a kid's drawing. Oh, that'd be good. Like stick figures yeah. almost. Yeah. And it could be like little shorts. Like they could do a book at a time and it'd only be like 30 to 45 minutes. Have you seen the uh, the Captain Underpants TV show at all on Netflix? Like even just glanced at it. I've seen the animations for it, but I've yeah. never watched it. The I, I was okay with the movie. I actually like the animation on the TV show that they did better. Cool. 
Um, so they could do something similar to that, and that could be their kind of their Captain Underpants would be the, yeah. the animated. I just thought that that would be kind of a cool if they decided to do it. Be like that'd be really cool if they just took it with like literally what the book looks like because yeah. it's all just drawings that from what I've seen, even on the inside, it's like the kid is drawing like what this bully looks like. He's yeah. a bully. He's mean and shit like that. I think that that would be kind of cool if they just went that direction with it. Almost make it like uh, we talked about it not too long ago too, like Kablam. Yeah. How they had, like, the mm-hmm. like, I don't know why. It just made me think of, they could even do it like that. Like, Kablam, make the animation styles for every episode different or yeah. something like that. The uh, I think the in any of these reboots that anybody talks about, the important thing that I hope that they take into consideration is that um, they need to think about how they, what else has, what hasn't been said about these characters or the sure. storyline, and how can they deliver it that it hasn't been delivered before. Don't give me a Home Alone that is exactly is another movie about a kid that gets left at home when somebody goes on a trip. Like, give me some different version of it. Can you give it to me in a TV series where this kid I'll give it to is you, right? uh, is he is a latchkey kid that has to come home after school, and so what happens to him consistently throughout his school year? That is right. you know, that kind of home alone. Like, what trouble does he get into while he's home alone? Oh. And sometimes maybe his parents can forget him. That's fine. I'm sure. okay with it. Yeah. But not all the time. Who cares God. about him? I mean, how many times can a parent forget their kid before they get turned into deep CFS? Uh, at least like four. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. Uh, <laughs> was that my, that was my news? <laughs> you can go. No, I just I was thinking about it. It was just like I don't even remember who just brought that up in the first. I knew that I wanted to get at least. It might not have been like that big of a news article type of thing, but I just wanted to get your insight onto it. I just feel a lot of people are super passionate about I'm Home passionate. Alone. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 my childhood. Like I literally grew up watching Kevin Callister do all this shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like one of those things. You know what I mean? Like people bastard say like the new Star Wars movies are a bastardization of Star Wars because I grew up watching Star Wars. This is not as good as the other Star not Wars. Not Star Wars. Yeah. Hashtag. Hey, uh, what about the, all the stuff that happened with the uh, Crisis on Infinite Earth? All the rumors we talked about a couple of them, but yeah. Mark Hamill was on there too, and then now he's not. Uh, he's never been official. It was just it was. Uh, I, I wrote recent rumor shows. Kevin Conroy, I guess, had said something like, "I would want Mark Hamill to be my Joker." Yeah, because Kevin Conroy has signed on to play Batman. So he is officially for sure. Uh, he's signed on to play Bruce Wayne. I should rephrase this. Gotcha. Um, I think that there's a potential that he won't actually be Batman in this. So Bruce Wayne's not Batman? Well, you don't have to play Batman to be right. Bruce Wayne. No, I mean, I don't expect to see Kevin Conroy in the suit. Okay. I That's don't. what I'm saying. Yeah, I like don't, he's Bruce I don't, Wayne. He, they, okay. they have said that he signed on to play Bruce Wayne. I thought you were trying, at one point when you first said it, I thought you were trying to say, like, he's going to be Bruce Wayne, but Bruce Wayne isn't Batman. <laughs> They're different. Like, it's a different Earth, and it's, he never became Batman, eh. really. Yeah. Um, what about Kevin Smith making He-Man? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was taking a drink. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a, so fucking stoked yeah? for this dude. You excited? Especially it's the, it's the anime style that it's very Castlevania. Rem- yeah, it's very reminiscent of the Castlevania animation it's the same crew. Yeah. It's so I'm fucking stoked for it. That animation is a, a beautiful for that cat. Castlevania anime is probably to me one of my at least easily top five, if nice. not top three animes that I've ever seen. Like wow. it's it's super good, and I would recommend it. Just like I think Cowboy Bebop is still probably my favorite anime ever. And I would always recommend somebody go watch that. It's not anime tropey over the top, and it's got such a really good, rich story. And the way they write the story for that, 
um, where every single episode is kind of tied to a specific genre of music. That's like how that's kind of a premise to that's it. Cowboy Bebop. Yeah, like every episode's music is completely different. It's orchestrated to go along with the episode really well. And like I said, the episode titles are tied specifically to that genre of mm-hmm. music that they're right in. Um, and it's really well done. But like I, I feel the same way about the Castlevania though too. It follows suit with uh, that rich story and lore. <laughs> Just open it. <laughs> I was trying to be real quiet. It's not a quiet drink. It follows suit with that rich story and lore to a certain extent, but it takes its own liberties where it needs to for the mm-hmm. Castlevania story. And it does it super well. Like I couldn't imagine any other Castlevania animated anything anymore now other really? than that. Like it's done really, really well. Dang. And I, I couldn't recommend it enough. So knowing that that's the same team that's behind that, plus having Kevin and Mark you know, writing mm-hmm. alongside of it and him directing it and stuff too, I feel like it's going to be really well done because there's so much fucking backstory in Lord of E-Man. Yeah. And it's a really cool character if it's done well. And I think they're going to be able to do it well. Yeah, it, I mean, it seems like they're it, they're getting ramped up for He-Man <laughs> World. that off my news. So they've got... Uh, <laughs> so Kevin's going to be uh, show running this. I believe it's his first job of show running at all. Um, and then he'll be pro- executive producer whatever. Um, and then they've got a whole writing team, which we had previously mentioned Mark Bernardin's part of. Uh, it'll be on Netflix. This is a Netflix series. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, they're picking up exactly where the 80s show left off. So they're tying up old storylines. Um, and then it's it's called Masters of the Universe Revelations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they will be... Or is it Revelation? It doesn't matter. I think it's Revelation. Revelation, no S. Yeah. Um, so they're going to be heading into that and if you have been following kevin smith at all he's been trying to get a netflix show for forever so no, it's uh, really cool that this is his foot in the door type of thing yeah. too maybe this might help him out with some of his own Could. like solo shit yeah if they if they're happy with the way that his stuff turns out yeah. they actually he was evidently their their first request they wanted him and uh they got him so yeah and i'm so glad that he brought mark with him though too to yeah because i think kind of pick his i think team. i think that 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 do I mean I know there's more, but I mean like them together is just it's always yeah. good to listen to. But I think that them working back and forth off of each other is going to make for a really good show. Yeah, the, just in the there's a girl on the writing team who just came off of writing the uh, uh, what is it? Not Dungeons and Dragons. What the, what's Netflix making with the uh, uh, brothers, uh, the Avengers brothers? Oh, uh, Magic the Gathering. Magic the Gathering. Yeah. So she just came off of that job, and that's so an she's anime right as well there. too. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, one of the guys that just finished up one of the most recent uh, DC animated movies. Okay, wrote on it, like and then, Batman Hush or something. Yeah, it's not Hush, but it's one of the ones like right in that same like yeah. just came so, out yeah. kind of a thing. And then there's another person that I forget who it is, but oh, he wrote on uh, Supergirl. He's okay. wrote like some of Kevin's. Supergirl so he's actually episodes. been with. Kevin before yeah, too. Exactly. That's cool. He's had like ties to all of these yeah, people. Yeah, and he got to pick them. I mean, that's kind yeah. of as a showrunner, you kind of get to pick your writing team. That's really cool. So uh, yeah, I'm excited. It should be good. Uh, let's hit up like another one to two news topics, and let's go on some stuff that we've been watching or playing or doing anything with. Uh, so Disney scrapped all the Fox films in development, with the exception of Avatar, Planet of the Apes, and the Fox Searchlight films. So it's kind of like a weird middle ground I guess they're trying to figure out what's happening with the rest of the X-Men movies and stuff that are coming out like yeah. the Mutants 
and what else is something else that they had that was down the pipe? That's I think the only that was one I think that was... I really knew. I mean, that's the the one that was furthest in development. They had a trailer released already. Yeah, and I know that they did say they clarified that that movie, along with I think it's up to twenty twenty one, there are like a handful of movies that they still will plan on releasing, along with New Mutants is one of them. I see. So they still plan on doing. They still so, know what they're doing with it, but yeah. they the rest of them that they've had that's beyond that. 2021 mark are definitely scrapped and some of them that were actually in pre-production they told them they had to shut it down like contracts i guess that's what they could and couldn't get out of contracts with it seems like a big chunk of stuff to actually pull back from anyways that they're still going to have that are going to be going forward into production but i think what they had that was in pre-production and planned movies down the road i think they said it was like at least close to a dozen movies that they shut down basically for it which sucks that some of them might never get to see the light of day there was a couple that were on there that seemed like they might be kind of cool conceptually i'd have to look them up and i guess they always have the potential to offer to do it later yeah i mean if they they probably have to i would imagine it's like you just it's almost like you just bought a house and you're like this house has a lot of shit in it yeah and what like shit I've already, do I need? I've already got my own couch. It's way nicer than this yeah. one. So this couch might need to yeah, go. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. I already have this this cool like movie about space that's already in development. Yeah. I don't need a competing space movie. Yes. Let's get rid of that. Oh, some of them were... Uh, I think there's another Star Trek movie or two or something. One of them will not go. One of them is a go because it's okay. already almost like they, they're in the middle of filming. Oh, I think I now. So I think that Star Trek movie is a go. But there was another one that was planned to be like the fifth installment for the okay. Star Trek like movies. Not like Quentin's Star Trek movie that he's been talking about. Quentin. Tarantino. Oh, no. Not that one. Okay. No, that's not. I don't think it's part of that whole no. like series. I no. Guess. This one's... I, you said Quentin and I was thinking of... Uh, uh, Love. No, I don't know why I was thinking of. Anyway. <laughs> Quest regardless. love. No, shut up. <laughs> You're making it worse. Anyway, they were planned for five. The ones that have uh, twinkle tits on them as Captain Kirk. What's his name? Oh, yeah, Chris uh, Pine. Chris Pine. Yeah. Oh, they, were, they, they were going to make five. They're now only going to get to make four. Okay. So this is the next one that will be coming out will be the last one of that series. So hopefully it will kind of... Yes. Wrap it up. I would assume so. Yeah. You said Quinn. I thought of Zachary Quinto. Oh, there you go. Because he is Spock. He is Spock, yeah. That's what I was thinking of when you said Quentin. Spock's and I don't know dead. What, that's why I kept thinking of. I don't know. I watched any of them, so I, I don't know. know. I just felt like he... <laughs> he he is he did die in a movie, I know. Leonard Nimoy is dead. He is too. Rip. Yeah. Rip. Rip Leonard. Uh, do you want to get into some things? Let's get into some things. And some stuff. I got so much more news. <laughs> You're funny. Um, I did good this week. You play a game? You said I, I played Pokemon Go yeah. more. Um, they've got some new quests that uh, just came out yesterday. I believe was yeah. the date for it. And I barely saw it. Um, it's the it's like a th- the thousand year something whatever. And I think this is Jirachi will be what Sounds comes right. out from it. It was a word that I didn't know what it was. Uh, I think he's a Gen t- three or four legendary Pokemon. He's basically like a new Mew at that point. Like he's that kind of epic of a legendary. I see. Um, and did they make a movie about him? Yeah, they oh, did. Okay. Yep, they did at one point in time. <laughs> Not one that I'd seen, but there there was a Jirachi they movie. I'm pretty sure. Um, but that is the new quest line that's on it. I think it's seven parts. I I'm almost done with the first one. It's like just catch 25 Pokemon and spend 10 yeah. stops. And I think you have to make three new friends. Three new friends. Time. That's yeah, a rough one. It is rough because uh, I've got like 38 from asking people online to be my friends, rough and they were just rough. kept adding me, and I was yeah. just like, "All right, that's fine. Keep giving me gifts." Um, <laughs> but other than that, I played. Uh, I played a little bit of Smash. Um, 
I've never really got that game. I mean, not played it overtly too much, so I'm still in the middle of like Smash? some of the yeah, Smash the Smash Ultimate. Um, I'm still in the uh, the world of light stuff, trying to play through that adventure mode. And uh, also, the hero character came out, and I never got to actually go through and play as that character. It's the one from Dragon Quest. Um, mm. So I did a little bit of uh, playing with that, and went back and played as Joker again too from uh, from Persona Five. Um, oh, okay. Because yeah. he, I've played as he's a really good fighter as well. Um, and uh, you're a good fighter. Thanks. Those are really mostly the only two things that I've played. Have you played anything recently? I played a little game called Dig Dug Digging Strike. Is it new? So I was... No, not at all. No, I mean, um, I know Dig Dug's not... I, mean, I didn't know no, what this was like. Digging Strike, no, not at all. Um, so I, when I visited the uh, Toy Man show for my birthday, I found I came across this DS? DS. Yeah, this DS game. You love Dig Dug, don't you? I love Dig Dug. It's like my favorite arcade game. Um... So I, I feel like I don't remember that I really remembered. That was like one of the games that sticks out in my head oh, that I so remember good. you talking about. I think I buy it on every console. Because um, there's always a version of Dig Dug that you can get. So oh, I'm yeah. like, fuck yeah, I'm going to get it. Um, so I was walking through the aisles of Toy Man, and I saw in this little case of like DS games and whatnot, Dig Dug Digging Strike, and I was like, what's this? $10, gave it to him, bought it. Played it, so essentially it's like Dig Dug underneath, mm-hmm. but you that. you have an above level uh, area where you go into these tunnels. You access these different tunnels, mm-hmm. and you have to dig underneath these pins so that the pins drop. And if you drop two pins while the monster's on the side, mm-hmm. then it'll crack off that part of the land and you win because the monster drowns. Okay, so it's kind of a you strategize a little bit. So it's. You're they still... really expanded the concept of Dig Dug. They did, and I was kind of <laughs> impressed. I was like, hey, this isn't too bad. Um, so it's real fun, and I didn't know the game existed, so I wanted to make sure everyone else knew. And it makes absolute sense that Namco makes it, but I didn't know that Namco made Dig Dug. Oh, yeah. For the longest time. That makes sense, though. I don't mm-hmm. Anytime that you have like the Namco Arcade Museum, I think, is the game. Yes. The one that's the, that has like all like, yeah. like, seven or eight games. It has Pac-Man. And, yeah, and has Pac-Man and that in there. And Galaga yeah. and Pole Position, yeah. perhaps. And uh, Dig Dug. And, and Dig Dug. Dig Dug's in there. Oh, it's good. Uh, movies or TV? You got anything yeah. that you've been watching? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've been watching a lot. What do you want to know about? Uh, tell me about... You want to tell me about scary stories? Yeah. We talked about that. Tease that. So, we, we, just the tip. Now we're going all in. Um, <laughs> went to see scary stories uh, to tell in the dark. And I didn't... To tell. I wanted to, wa- I wanted to read this book beforehand, just so I had some, some frame of reference to know what was exactly going on. And you tell me... If the premise of this movie has anything to do with it, because you've read this book, yeah, a long time ago. This is like a book that I read when I was in like sixth grade. It's like, like you a kid. Didn't even it was know like how a kid's to read book. in sixth grade. I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> I read that fucking lion, witch, and wardrobe movie book. Yeah, you read that movie book. Yep, um, I read it good. So essentially, the concept is that these kids live in a town, and it's scary. It's Halloween time or whatever. And they're like, you want to see a scary haunted house? And dun, they say, dun, 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 dun. Yes, we do. So we go, oh, I get that. Goosebumps. <laughs> I got it. It took me a second. I was like, what the way you said scary, it reminded me of you were Ricky Ware. You were in for a scare. So they go into this haunted house, and evidently there's this story of this girl. Her family lives in this house. Okay. The girl is maybe she's mistreated i can't remember if she's got a disease maybe she's deformed maybe she's got something mentally going on i, hope I don't she, remember i hope she has a disease maybe um but they lock her in this room like in a basement cellar kind of thing 
And she has a book. book. And this book has stories in it's it. It's in my book. And the books are and the, the book has scary stories. And so the one of the kids that's in the um, group that goes into the scary house takes the book, which initiates these new stories to be told yes. from the book. That's how I this is how I remember it. There's no overarching story that connects everything. Oh okay. so the actual scary stories to tell in dark is the first book contained twenty nine stories. And they're all individual. So yeah, there's like the big toe, the walk, what do you come for, me, Ty, Doey Doty Walker. He was in there. Um, a man who lives in Leeds, old woman that. old woman, all the skin and bones the thing cold as clay and it's just a collection of books basically inside one big book so it's cool that they took like everything so i think they took some of these stories and and put them together in there Mm -hmm. um so essentially the the girl that uh had the book and was in the the cellar um is writing these stories from she's like a ghost i don't know and uh and she is saying um i want to kill this person or whatever and so she offs like this group of teenagers that were in the house that night um through telling a story in the book um and then they have to stop it you know they they got to figure out i don't i can't tell you whether they stop it or not um because that would be a spoiler <laughs> um it's 1968 yeah I didn't know how like yeah it was the age that it was in. It's cool because like they take away phones at that point, which is nice. I, I enjoy any story where there isn't like an out where they can just like I'll just call somebody from a cell phone, um, which you almost have to do now to like be able to suspend belief a little bit. Is like well then why didn't they just grab their cell phone? Um, but I thought it, it wasn't bad. It kind of just felt like a um, this is maybe a, a movie that suffered from trying to appease a bunch of people. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I mean, I was it was curious to like what movie, what monsters were in the movie and yeah. stuff. I didn't know what stories they were going to go with that were in there that they kind of tied it to. Um, and it could be that well, it's a kids' book, so it's kind of got to be a, almost a. I didn't feel like it was a kids' scary movie, but maybe a teenager scary movie, but not like the the scary movie a teenager wants to see, but the movie that a parents take a teenager to go see. Yeah, kind of a thing. Like it wasn't. The movie that I, as a 13-year-old, want to see. Sure. But it's the movie that my mom and dad probably would have taken me to see. Um, and it was a family-friendly, teenager, scary movie kind of a thing, I guess. Um, so it was okay. I would I would give it a, a medium. We, we, I'm going to bring out the... Yeah, we haven't done that in a while. I'm gonna I was it. kind of at a loss for thought what you like, meant by medium. What's a medium? Like, <laughs> like, maybe it's okay. And then I remembered, oh, we do that thing. Yeah, I, I would give it a three. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, I don't really have too much as far as mine goes, so if you have anything else you want to talk about... Did you, you watch can. Rocco? I did not get to. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it later. I got, too much, I got too much overtime in the past couple weeks, so the only thing that we've watched was... We've watched... Uh, we're getting caught up in watching current season stuff of Impractical Jokers. It's been good. Rocco's way more important. Inside. I know. 45 minutes of your life. I know. I've watched it three times. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I, heard, uh, I heard all about uh, the controversy that went on with that, oh, with uh, Ralph being yeah. transgender Rachel. now, being Rachel. Yeah. And I think that's stupid. Um, that, I think it's stupid that it's controversial. I think it's stupid that it's controversial. <laughs> Literally, the, the show is called Rocco's Modern Life. That is a modern thing that happens, and it's common in society to so just fucking get over it. It was good. I thought I really liked the way they handled that, but we'll talk about it absolutely way more once you finish it. Um, and then uh, Ghost Adventures 2, just in downtime. It's stuff that we can play in the background more or less while we're doing other things yeah. around the house, because if I only get like a day or two off and we also have stuff we're doing on my day or two off and I'm not home in front of the TV to actually have 
a good enjoyment time or something or we're doing something while we're like folding laundry or something while we're watching TV it's good to just have on the background but I've been enjoying those but that's about the extent of what I've been watching like I said most of my stuff is in music news and I'll have to split that up because I have so much music let's start a new band not news but music shit I've listened to we're gonna call it TV Dad TV Dad? yeah is that me? yeah no I was just when you said TV something or other and I just thought of the word TV Dad and Mm -hmm. it has two meanings because you could be like a TV dad, like Bob Saget's a TV dad. Mm-hmm. Or you could be the dad who just sits in front of the I TV all the time. John Goodman. He's, he's a TV dad in that way. Yeah, but I almost called him John Connor. Because <laughs> I was thinking of <laughs> yes. the Connors. But then he goes, <laughs> it's John Connor. And Hold then I on. Like, <laughs> I thought, I oh my gosh. together and I was just like, oh, no, that's not the right person. What if... <laughs> John Connor is like the cousin to like DJ and and them like they're like the city cousins. Yeah. <gasps> what are like in the, the newest uh, Terminator movie that's going to be and coming Darlene's out in theaters? You out. see like somebody like yeah like Darlene. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh, I've never put that together. That'd be awesome. Yes. Um, TV Dad, that's our new band. Watch out for our single. Um, <laughs> I also I got I'll tell you a couple of TV show things real quick. Uh, finished watching uh, iZombie had their series finale mm-hmm. they're done completely all over series yeah not good. season series it's good yeah I enjoy that um, it's a good show and I felt like they, they gave us a good little wrap up and a bow at the end um, it felt a little rushed in that they could have given us a little bit more action um, in in the midst of the last couple of episodes because there's like a battle and a war kind of at the end of it um, that gets wrapped up in kind of a half up and ep- half of an episode but uh you know, we'll go with it. Um, finished watching the series finale of Orange is the New Black. Yes, yeah, Mandy's getting caught up. So I think she was like a season behind, maybe. Oh, yeah. And she's been watching that like on the days that I'm not here working or something. And so she's getting real close. I've never watched any of it, really. I recommend it. It's real good. Real good storytelling. Um, I've heard it's really the, good. I mean, I just... I watched some episodes with her. I like Patty Mayonnaise. She's a really cool character. Yeah, she is good. Whatever her name is on the show. <laughs> Every time she talks, I'm just like, that's like childhood. And I yes, love, I, love I just love listening to you talk. Because it still sounds just like her, just a little older. In there, like, an, in your head, want to see... In my head Doug's movies. a good one, because Doug's like humans. Like, see <laughs> all of... Well, you'll get where I'm going once I finish this. I'll crack open that uh, uh, To see them, like, all of the voice actors just act out an episode of Doug yeah, in they, real life they like did a that with uh, Spongebob not too long ago like they actually played the characters mm-hmm. yep like, real, like Tom like Kenny Tom Kenny was had a not on stage it was they had it as a production like on the Nickelodeon really? lot they had Tom Kenny his thick glasses on he was uh-huh. dressed in a chef outfit and they played out one of the older episodes from like season one or two of Spongebob and they had everybody that was a voice character That's dress cool. up like their character kind of and play those characters that's genius. That's yeah. exactly what I want. Yeah, they did it with Spongebob. <laughs> well, they should do it with Doug or something like that. Hey. Like something that's almost like more teenage drama. It'd be really fun to see like a teenage, early teenage, early teen drama-esque funny show like, like Doug. 50s but and with 60s. some people that are in like their early 50s. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh <Absolutely>. man. <laughs> Just doing that kid's voice. It would be perfect. I'm in. I want to see it. Awesome. Um, and then I started watching a... Um, Porno. No, what's it called? Uh, an anime. Anime? You watched an anime? I watched an anime. Oh, I, look at you. I have a friend who is look at you, gal. real big into anime. Me? No. Oh. I mean, you, sure. But you're not the one that I talked to. I know. Um, I, I talked to you and told you to watch ones before. And I was like, <laughs> what should I watch? And they were Probably like, watch My Hero Academia. It's okay. 
And and so I started watching My Hero Academia. I'm like five episodes in. Yeah. Um, the fifth episode, I was finally like, I think I might like this. Yeah. Um, it just I I'm not. It's it's over the top a little bit. You know, it's yeah, it's, it's, tri- it's typical very, anime. It's very it's. My Hero Academia to me is like a better written Dragon Ball Z oh, okay. in a way. Like gotcha. if you like it, you would probably like Dragon Ball Z. I mean, the story and concept and stuff in Dragon Ball Z is pretty good, but I mean, like, some of the stuff's really outlandish and very over the top. Yeah. Um, but My Hero does a better job of story building, I think, anyway. Yeah. Just with the way that kind of things go with it. Plus, it's from the ground up. There's no, like, you start on Dragon Ball Z, there's a whole fucking other saga that happened That's before true. that, too. But, uh, yeah. So, so I, good, I started it. I, uh, I told them I would make it a season in. Mm-hmm. I would get through the first season and then decide which path I chose mm-hmm. um, on whether I would finish or not. But I'm, I, did, I'm close I really do think that you would enjoy either, try either Castlevania because it's such a small season and small episodes. It's like 22 minute episodes or 30 minute episodes. And they're only like, I think the first season's only four episodes. I see. And the second one's eight because they expanded because it got so popular. Gotcha. But it's, you know, the half hour. first season would be basically like. I think it would. It's like a total. Is it like right at an hour and a half after everything's said and done for the whole kick caboodle? Yep. yep. Wow. So if you just binge the first season, you'd be able to get out of that in an hour and a half, and you'd be done. Well, I've been I've been trying to focus a little bit more on because I love cartoons. Yeah. And I've been trying to focus on a little bit more. I've been watching the Ducktales, yeah. and I kind of had queued up to watch that uh, DC. Uh, is it Justice League action mm-hmm. uh, that they did? Like they were like fifteen minute episodes, and they do like they've got like forty of them, I think. Um, but I was like, okay, I'll watch that next or whatever. It's on Hulu. Um, and then I kind of threw my Hero Academia in there. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm just... When I'm working on things mm-hmm. on my computer, writing and whatnot, that's going to be what I go yeah. to as my like kind of turn-off show a yeah. little bit. Um, is going to be whatever animated movie sure. I'm, or show And then I'm if watching. you really get into it or something, you feel that you like it, throw your Cowboy Bebop in there. Like I said, it's, it's my favorite. Okay. I love Cowboy Bebop. I adore it. And... Uh, it's it's only one season, twenty six episodes. And that's, that's it. It's it. It's all they ever made. It's all they ever made. Just I the feel one like season. It was on it's, the... it's got a bookend. Like it tells its story. They they made a movie that's based on what happens directly after it finishes hmm. to kind of tie up everything. And it's like an hour and a half long movie. Um, but like I said, the series itself is only that's a that's lot crazy. of a lot of uh, a lot of Japanese anime. Like a lot of those shows will only go twenty six episodes. That's typically like a season, and that's how long they usually give them to like tell a story. And then hmm. once it's done, it's done. Like, uh, shit, what is it? Uh, Outlaw Star is the same way, and that's a really good one okay. too. And it's only twenty six episodes. Uh, Afro Samurai, the one that Samuel L. Jackson does. Mm-hmm. Um, that movie or that that show is fucking phenomenal. But they they have. It's I think only like twelve chapters, and then the second the second one's twelve chapters as well. But then it, gotcha. it was done. It was twenty four episodes, and it was done basically. Nice. I like um, those. I like a short, like kind of like there's not yeah. hundred episodes to kind of chew your way through. Afro Samurai is fucking crazy well done. It gives it gives Samuel L. Jackson to do the two things that he wanted to do. He has a character that's basically kind of like his inner monologue type sidekick person. I see. And he bounces all over the place and it's like Samuel L. Jackson's like sassy side, if I will, if you could, mm-hmm. if you will, where he's just like, come on, motherfucker, get out of You know, he just does like a lot of that shit to him. And then the Afro Samurai is just fucking quiet the whole time and whenever he talks, he's very stern, very straight and concise to the point because he's a fucking samurai, so he's just like, he's just trained to mm. be that way. Yeah. And uh, so he gets to do both sides of the script on that. That's and, cool. And it's, he's really well done. Ron Perlman's the villain. 
uh, in that show, and uh, oh, wow. the whole voice cast is really good. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Well, tell me about all of your illustrious music listenings. I guess we should start with the one that we probably have both listened to that we haven't got a chance to talk about, which was Tool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We didn't talk about uh, the new single. The yeah. Fear and Noclium. Noclium? Mm-hmm. Noclium, or however you yeah, say it. Yeah, that's a word. So, <laughs> how do you feel about it? How do I feel? I mean, I feel like it's a Tool song. That's mm. exactly how I felt. A lot of people were blowing it up online like it was like the greatest thing since sliced bread. And I'm just like, it sounds just like more Tool. Yeah. And that's, but I mean, uh, that's to be okay. fair, there's probably people who love Tool. Like, they probably listen to every single thing like it's sure. gospel. Right. So, it's new gospel. Sure. It's like, if you love Jesus and you got a new book. Yeah, yeah, I, I get, I get it, and I get the excitement too, and everything. I was just like, after, but the way that they were blowing it up, it was just like it's like better than any of the other old Tool and stuff. It's just like a masterpiece and stuff. And I was listening to it, and I was just like, it just sounds like more of the same. I said it's just a ten-minute Tool song. My favorite part, it's it's very anticlimactic. I feel like it needs to build more, and it doesn't have as much ins and outs. I feel like the mixing's a little rough on it. Yeah. Um, I thought that the drums and the. Uh, bass were like locked in and they were really good together well, it had to be that's about 75 percent of the song is only that but it's the <laughs> the levels of that is like all you hear is drums yeah. and bass <laughs> and then like the the yeah. guitar is kind of hanging out everywhere and I, the vocals are way lower than i thought they would be the yeah. entire time but my favorite part of the whole song is how they they turn that that noise of like sounds like somebody welding or whatever um at the beginning in like the whole intro, like the first like two minutes, mm-hmm. and how they turn that into that groove that the the bass and the drums have. Yeah, that's probably my favorite part. Is just like I get it after that. I'm like, yep, yeah, this is a Tool song, and it's good, as Tool songs are. Yeah. Um. It. It. But I. I don't know if I'm that person at this point in my life to where I'm into that that much. I'm. Great I form. don't think the tool has ever been my be all end all. Now, albeit I think they are amazing mm-hmm. artists, I think they're very, very good at what they yeah. do. But it's never been like this is my go to. I have to listen to this album front and back constantly, kind yeah. of thing. Like I know there are a lot of people in my life even Absolutely. that are that that very much so. Yeah. And but there are a lot of people that I see online that were blowing it up, saying like this is the greatest thing that Tool's ever made. And I'm like, well. probably not. I said it sounds just like every other Tool, <laughs> and that's good. You know what I mean? They do their thing. I'm just glad that there's people who love it that much. Yeah, absolutely. Because there was a lot oh, of risk. I mean, it, was, it, it was 13 years Yeah, in the making. It's like, what are people's expectations going to be, and are they going to be able to uphold it? Because you got to almost look at it like, that's not a 13-year-old song. That's a song that they probably wrote four years ago. And right. you got to give them that level of entry to say... I'm going to look at this song like it's a new Tool song, not like it's a song I've been waiting for for 13 years of my life. Yeah, and that's what I meant. Like, I, I get I get the excitement. I get the build-up and stuff like that. But And whenever it came down to it, for me personally, I didn't think it was, like, the greatest Tool song. I thought, I feel like there's a lot of Tool songs that probably do fall flat. You know, maybe maybe a little bit. If you're listening to it, like, out of order Half or something. Half of 10,000 like Days was not really my favorite but thing. But that's what I meant. Like, if you put the, I feel like I could put the song up to par with all of the other Tool singles. To me, it's almost like it's just a level playing ground. It's an artist that does a song, like they they have a specific genre, they have a specific niche that they've carved themselves into and everything just kind of seemingly just kind of falls on a flat line to me. Do you feel like there's there's two different tools? There is Tool pre-lateralis and then Tool lateralis and beyond. Like there is the 
I could say that to a certain extent, but there are some songs on even 10,000 Days that feel like some of the older shit, too. You think? Some of them. See, I, I think that there's like there's two different bands, almost. There's, like, the We Are a, a Rock Band that is a force to be reckoned with, and then we become this prog and everybody's, band. Everybody, I was what I meant. Like, everybody's also changed at that point in time. Oh, yeah. I'm sure their tastes have changed. Obviously, Maynard's has. He started a band in the middle, another band in the middle of the shit. Yeah. You know, two other bands in yeah. the middle of the shit. So his tastes and flavor have gone all over the board, and I'm sure he's been influenced by everybody from Perfect Circle or from Pussifer well, sure. or whatever. That's kind of led his influence back that way. Same thing with the other guys, too. I'm sure they've had other dabbles and little projects and stuff here and there, too, on the side that have led their tastes and stuff to all change. And they're getting older. So everything changes as you get older, too. Uh, Did you hear about the the deluxe package of the album? No. So the $45 special edition Mm -hmm. physical copy uh, gets... $45? $45 one. You get a A LCD screen. No. No? You get a you get a little mini TV rechargeable sure. screen that comes with it. Why? With built-in speakers. Okay. Because there is a visual element that goes with this entire album. Okay. So everything that you so the little this, LCD plays, you can charge it and you, it plays the music. It plays the music along with the video, the video that goes along with it. So you can see this whole thing. It's a four-inch HD rechargeable screen with exclusive video that's, footage. That's really neat. But they could have also just sold like a Blu-ray. Yeah, but you're, I, you're, you won't grasp exactly what Tool is trying to do here. You're talking about a band who, in their previous album, included these glasses that you put on so that you can you you put the glasses on and you flip through the pictures that come with it because that's how they wanted to package this album. Yeah, yeah. They're not. They don't want you to be able to go to somewhere else. They want you to get the experience from what you you buy forty five dollars worth of an experience. Sure. Yeah. Not. I need to also have a DVD player. So this makes complete sense for Tool. Like They just want you to be able to pick up the thing and go. They're like, this is Fear and Column, or whatever it is. Um, so yeah, that is, and I believe that it is already sold out, this limited edition mm-hmm. $45. And what I was going to say earlier that I forgot to mention the rest of, too, was that this is the first time a rock band has been in all 10 spots in the top 10 for the Rock 100 Billboard charts. Yeah, that's um, not fair. After their albums had come out to streaming services and everything like that, their stuff had had a huge resurgence, so their Fear Inoculum was at number one, and then mm-hmm. everything else kind of followed cool. suit with singles and stuff as well. So, it's yeah, also, like Stink Fist was here at like number three, yeah. you know what I mean? And so it was just kind of cool that that was the first time somebody was ever able to do that. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely uh, pretty pretty cool. Um, it's, it's one of those things, though, where it's... Avengers Endgame is the it has made the most money worldwide of any other movie if you don't adjust for inflation. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah, of course it's going to have the top 10 in the rock charts because they have none of them have been available until now. So they're going to be important. Sure. So it's it's cool. I'm glad we got to talk about it because I really did want to hear your input about the tool thing. I know everybody kind of I feel like anybody that I talk to has had their own unique viewpoint. Nobody's been the exact same really? about Tool. Yeah, that's cool. Like I've talked to people that were like that in real life at work that have been, said like this is their favorite Tool song that's ever come out. I've talked to people that are kind of the same wave point as me, mm-hmm. but it seems like everybody's got their own viewpoint that's completely different and a little unique about how they feel about Tool. Yeah, and that also speaks volumes about their band to me and person because it's that one artist or one group can form that giant 
yeah. you know, that massive it's amount of an opinion. At that point. Yeah. That somebody can view their music so differently and so many different winks and levels and stuff that it just it makes it unique. Yeah. It's a fun to talk about kind Absolutely. of Absolutely. Um you have anything else you were listening to? Um, I just wanted to make a brief mention. Uh, Killswitch Engage released a new single mm-hmm. uh, with a music video for Signal Fire. Yep. I mean, they've been releasing a few of them. It popped up on my Facebook, but, uh, I guess, because I followed them. I watched the okay. video yesterday. This is the this is Howard's return to Killswitch as mm-hmm. a, a featured guest uh, singer. Um, and, oh my gosh, I love Howard. I do too. He, I mean, I don't mind, um, oh, I can't even think of his name right now. Uh, their current singer, which was their old singer, mm-hmm. and it's I'm drawing a blank right now, and it feels I feel stupid. Remember his name, um, but J something starts with a J. No, maybe. Um, I don't mind him, and there's there's nothing wrong with him as a singer, but it's it's having ha- Jesse Leach. That's Jesse, what it is. You yeah. are right, Jay. Yeah, I couldn't um, think of what it was. But having Howard on that music is just great. And Howard's got a really good band that he's with now that I can't think of either and I've listened to a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, they're pretty they've, unique though. They've recently like changed the name. Different. They've changed the name. Yeah, yeah, it's the same band I think because even when you look it up in like Google Play um, it's still it, it's, it, look, it's, it's Howard all, Jones. <laughs> it's under the same Light the Torch is what it's called. Okay. But Blood Formal is the Devil You Know. Or Devil yeah, You Know. Devil yeah. You know yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so Light the Torch is the name of his new band. Um, and, and Blood Has Been Shed was his very first one before he came to Skill And that's Switch. good, too. Actually, I like Blood yeah. Has Been Shed. I remember listening to Devil You Know, though. Yes. So Light the Torch has a new album out. Howard's on this song. But it's I think it's just that band. And you think you hear like all of these bands, and they all sound a lot of the same. There's not, not a lot of big differences. But so is this a, just is this just Howard as a guest vocal yeah, then? It's just and that's, on that's album. Just this or one just song. song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jesse wrote this song specifically for Howard to sing. That's with cool. Him. Um, and so they uh, there's just something though that stands that out. Me, that with, makes me a little sad now. <laughs> yeah. There's something about this like those musicians with Howard as the singer that is mm-hmm. like that's gold. Like there's just a gold there that you don't get with Howard's other band that you don't get with Jesse as the singer for Killswitch. And that's just obviously my opinion, but no, I just like end of, Heart- end of Heartache and Daylight Dies are both like fucking yes. amazing albums front to back, and it's such a good compilation of mm-hmm. those. That was the time you wanted to go see yeah, Killswitch. Absolutely. And I'm glad we got to and see did, Killswitch yeah. at that time. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good show, too, because it was like, what, Killswitch, Dillinger, and Every Time I Die? That was the tour I saw. I think that so. was, you were there too. I thought I saw right? one every time I die, and I saw uh, I saw all three of those bands. Yeah, so maybe so that was it. Was, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I think it was me and you. I think Bo was there too Perhaps. at one point in time. Maybe. I think it was the three of us, and and I think Bo brought Tamara. Maybe gotcha. But yeah, that's uh, and and that's really my my big my big listen. Nice. You uh, didn't you didn't read a thing. What did you read a thing? You didn't read a thing. Read a thing. Read. We we do reading. Next. Oh no, I didn't read a thing. I was going to mention one more music. Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, and then I'll mention some more next time. Highway Suspect. Uh, they finally released their two new singles. Uh, one is called Sixteen, and the other one is called Upper Dr- Upper Drugs. Upper Decker. Uh, Upper Decker. <laughs> First time I listened to Sixteen, I wasn't super hot on it because mm-hmm. it was like it seems like a little bit more of a slightly like poppier take on their music, um, which is okay. But after I listened to it the first time, I was just kind of I don't know. And then my brother was scrolling through the music on uh, on our way home because it was it was on our way we were on our way home when that came out and I wanted to listen to it because I knew it was going to be something I wanted mm-hmm. to hear right away. I love Highly Suspect. So uh, I've heard the second single, Upper Drugs, came out and it started playing and stuff, and I was just like, "This sounds like fucking old 
highly suspect like first album shit and it's awesome um and then as the day's gone on since this last friday leading up to now i've listened to them multiple multiple times and i've come to really grow on 16 now as well so i think this whole album is going to be awesome it's uh coming out i think in a couple months it's called ncid um but i'm stoked to hear more singles and stuff i think they're supposed to release at least another one prior to the album coming out um, I think these already broke into the top 10, nice. beat out some of the tool ones whenever those happened and stuff to knock that down in the rock charts. Um, but it, it's good stuff. Definitely check it out. If you, if you like Highly Suspect or if you listened to them before, check it out. Cool. And yes, I have no comics or books that I've read or listened to. I read a thing. Um, it is uh, the... So I've been reading a lot of the Sandman stuff and I mm-hmm. won't, uh, won't talk about that. Uh, but... There is a, there's a couple of books that have come out that are manga uh, that are in the Sandman universe. One being Dead Boy Detectives, which I love Dead Boy Detectives. I've, they, they've had multiple miniseries. And they're Man, part of... Manga proper even? Like reading it backwards? Um, Probably. I don't know. I read it digital. Okay. So I don't remember which way I, think I swiped. Still, I think it's still... I think I can way. force it to swipe American. <laughs> um, if I want to, <laughs> I didn't like that. That sounds like something political. I don't know why. I, I swiped American. I'll force it to swipe American. I don't even care. <laughs> it's like on Tinder, you swipe left, you swipe right, or you swipe American. Yeah. Is that a thing now? Is that on there? I like your hair back like that. What's it look That's like? Nice. Huh? You look like uh, Jack Nicholson in uh, in the original Batman. <laughs> Like, I gotcha. Thanks. When the scene in in the uh, in the art gallery. Okay. <laughs> Specifically that scene. Yeah, because you don't have white hair. How have, have I gone? So I've have gone from at one point being been like you look like Brad Pitt from Legends in the Fall to now you look like Jack Did Nicholson. I say that? No. Oh. But I'm just I'm just going through the motions of you it. You are. And now I'm Jack Nicholson. How the times have changed. Um, <laughs> But <laughs> the times they are changing. So I read the Dead Boy Detectives manga. Um, it was uh, previously on the uh, Comicsology Unlimited app, so you got that with your membership, and uh, so it was really good. I like I said before, I I'm a sucker for one Sandman. Two Dead Boy Detectives are uh, one of my favorite characters out of the Sandman universe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they go on a little adventure, and uh, it's usually just their shenanigans. They're two dead boys. Um, Those the dead boy detectives are literally two dead children? They're two dead children. Wow. Uh, they're ghosts. I like it. They're ghosts of... of it's of, like that uh, really bad Ryan Reynolds movie. <laughs> I don't know. And they're, like, they're, dead, they're dead. It's him and Jeff Bridges. What's it called? I don't know what you're talking about. That's a movie. <laughs> it's, it's supposed I know, to be, I I've never watched it. It's supposed to be really bad. Voices? No, no. Keep talking about the um, dead boys. I want to know more about. They it. are it dead, cool. and they're boys, and they are detectives. I mean, it's right in the title. There's they're rebooting Clue. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is in it. Oh boy. <laughs> um, so there's not much else you need to know about that except for they're they are from like Found the 1800s. R.I.P.D. Oh, they're dead in that. Yeah, they're dead. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's it's. They're dead detective things. Gotcha. Rest in peace department is the name of them. Okay. See, I didn't think that they were dead. I thought that they made people dead. Mm -mm. Recently slain cop joins a team of undead police officers working for the rest in peace department and tries to find the man who murdered him. Interesting. That's a comic book that they turned into a movie. uh, 25 on the old Metacritic score and it was apparently like a really shitty movie. I've been meaning to see it. I've always wanted to watch it too. It seemed like it might be kind of funny, but I just apparently it did really bad. 
Yeah. Like, um, it's, like, apparently second worst Ryan Reynolds movie, like, to the Green Lantern. Oh, wow. Like, he, it's, like, apparently so, pretty So, they're saying that every other movie besides those two are, are better? No, I'm just oh, saying, okay. like, those are probably, like, the worst... Like critically acclaimed ones, like oh. it's it's pretty low. On like the, they're on they're the bigger. Pole. I got gotcha. yeah. Um, so they they go on an adventure. It if you've read one Dead Boy Detective movie show, uh, uh, good God, book, you've probably read all of them. Just in that they're they're kind of building in the same. Uh, but I like them. It's Sherlock Holmes. You know, like you're, it's a, it, you're solving a mystery. They're like the Hardy Boys, basically. Kind of. They are like, just dead. Dead Hardies. They're dead Hardy Boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're from. They're like outdated 1800s. But they're I want to like type that in my times. potential names for the episodes too. I've got too many now. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what I've been reading. Nice. Yes. Uh, well, what do you have shows and stuff coming up that you want to talk about to anybody? Um, oh gosh, I do. Uh, thank you, Justin. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I do have a show at uh, Walker's Bluff on the 30th of August. Nice. Um, can't get rights. We'll be there. Uh, it's a Friday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be there from seven to ten. So come by, grab some food and maybe a drink, and enjoy some '90s covers. Uh, but yeah, that's a show that came up happening. I like Thanks. it. Words. They're tough to use. Uh, uh, you can find me at Random Hero XIX on all the social media. Really encouraging you guys to talk to us a little bit yes. more. Um, we're wanting. To, You've been active. I have, I've been trying to be more active. I'm really wanting to engage with more of you guys. I've actually talked to a few people. They've like dress, direct messaged me and asked me about some different things that we've got coming up and dick stuff. Picks. To do. A little bit small ones, small uh, dick pics. little tiny uh, look like shiitakes. Oh, nice. Um, no, uh, but the people that were curious because I mentioned in one of the the last episode, I think I was talking about some of the games and stuff that we might have coming up for like live episodes oh, and yeah. stuff. So I'm encouraging people just to kind of be more social with us. Hop on the uh, hop on the live stream when we do those episodes. It won't be another one probably until uh, maybe the first or second week of September. Yeah. Um, but once we actually get back on there and we do the next live episode, we might be able to play a game, maybe give away some prizes and stuff like that, that we have. Um, and we also have, uh, some big stuff coming down the pike that I've not even talked to you about, but, uh, I'll talk to you about after this episode cause it's I failed surprise. to mention it, but, uh, some stuff coming up with potential, uh, sponsorships. Oh, cool. Right on. Uh, we also have the website up and running. Yes. Uh, so IFNZ Podcast is up and running. Uh, it's something we've been working on for a little bit. Uh, we're going to start putting a little bit of, pushing a little bit of news out there, uh, different things like that. It looks uh, good. Why is that not showing up for you? I don't know. It looks real good, though. <laughs> um, huh. This domain is good. Regi- this domain's registered. Uh, maybe we'll have to check out why that's not. It'll work for you guys. Trust me. It's, it will. It'll, be it'll fine. get. It'll get. IFNZ podcast. IFNZpodcast.com. Dot com. Um, so yeah, check that out. You can find me at Chad Schubert on all the stuff and at ShadSchubert.com. I've got blogs out. Trying to do it weekly now. Um, so working through that whole thing and yeah, interact. Give us some feedback on shows, on uh, blog posts, on the website, um, everything. We, we appreciate you guys checking it out and all that jazz. Oh God, I feel New Zealand. <laughs> Keeps falling, we stay sitting at the bar, keeps coming, but they keep falling.
to their room to bring the shows to the streets. The wind keeps sailing and the sky keeps falling. They stay sitting at the bar, keep them coming. They keep on calling and they keep on screaming. We'll do everything to keep on helping. This has been an IFNZ production.